so yesterday we covered the topic till short term capital gain today we'll be starting with long term capital gain and we'll be trying to solve some of the questions that i have given in the pdf file itself right but before that uh, first of all what is a long term capital gain right as you are aware that for all the category of assets the period of holding is already defined right if you can just refer to the notes for the house property or for the land or building the holding period is 24 months right for listed equity shares or the units of uti the holding period is 12 months and for the remaining assets like uh, archaeological collections sculptures paintings etc the holding period is 36 months now what is that holding period the period for which you are owning that asset or using that asset right there is no restriction by the income tax to hold the asset for a particular period but the period has been defined so as to differentiate the assets between the short term and the long term capital gain and to apply the taxes accordingly now what are the tax rates see for a short term capital gain the tax rate applicable is as per the normal slab basis like suppose you are having a short term capital gain of 4 lakh so you will be doing the calculation in a way like we are doing the calculation for a normal income tax slab right if you remember that for individual the tax slab is 0 to 2.5 2.5 to 5 lakh 5 to 10 10 and above but for a long term capital gain there is a spread way rate of 20% so it does not matter whatever your slab your income falls in if you are having any long term capital gain you are liable to a tax rate of spread way 20% now what is a long term capital gain if you just refer the holding period for house property what is it it is 24 months correct so if in case you are holding the property for a period of more than 24 months then in that case you are earning a capital gain that is a long term capital gain i will explain you through that through an example suppose you bought a house property in 2010 and you are selling that property in 2020 so if you just calculate what is the period of holding the period of holding is more than 120 months right in one year we have 12 months so multiply by 10 years so it is 120 months which is exceeding 24 months so in this case you are having a long term capital gain of course a loss is possible again as i have already told you that in case of any loss it could be carried forward in the next subsequent years of course there are few provisions there are few conditions which are need to be complied with but if you are having a long term capital gain it is taxable under income from capital gains now what is the difference between a long term and a short term capital gain if we just refer the table also this pdf file that i have already circulated in page 1 there is a calculation given for short term capital gain and what was it find out the full value of consideration what is the full value of consideration it is the amount that you are receiving on the sale of an asset from that straight away you have to deduct the cost of acquisition that is the price you bought the asset for right maybe 2 years before 3 years before whatever the holding period is and the expenses that you have incurred on the transfer and the cost of improvement in case you are incurring to reconstruction to do some painting activities i took it in the reference of the house property right now come to the long term capital gain refer to page 2 if you just see the step one is same find out the full value of consideration again what is consideration that is the amount that you are receiving from the person who is buying the asset say you are selling the house property for 20 lakh and you are receiving the same amount of course the 20 lakh now that is known as the full value of consideration from that 
you have to deduct the expenses incurred in connection with such transfer. If you remember the example of that 99 acres, sometimes you may not be able to buy the buyers instantly, right? So what you will do in case you are holding a property, you might you might list your property on 99 acres. You might find some broker or a person who can help you in selling the property. Now, no one is going to provide you the services free of charge, right? They might charge a brokerage of say 1%, 5%, 2%, whatever their profit margin or whatever their business policy. Now, you can deduct that amount. Come to the B part. That is the cost of acquisition. Now, if you just see, there is a prefix called index cost of acquisition. And again, in part C, there is something written index cost of improvement. Now, what is this index? Index is it is an indexation benefit that is given in case of a long-term capital gain, right? What is an indexation? It is basically a factor that is adjusted against the inflation. What is inflation? I'm not getting into the topic of inflation because that is a part of economics. And I assume that you all are aware of what is inflation, what is deflation, and all those economic concepts. But what is indexation? It is just a factor that is given to you, a numerical figure that is given to you to adjust the cost of acquisition or the cost of improvement to the current inflation rate. Now, to solve the questions of income tax, you need not to be aware of what is an inflation rate. Of course, for general knowledge, you need to be aware of what is the inflation going on, what is the GDP, track the interviews and all. But for solving the income tax questions, you need not to be aware of what is the inflation rate, what is the inflation factor. Each and every detail will be given to you. And as I have already explained you in all the classes of income tax, the best thing about income tax subject is each and every figure is always given to you. You have to just apply the correct section, apply the correct part, derive the answer and write down your analysis, whether the amount is exempted, whether the amount is taxable and nothing else, right? So index cost of acquisition, index cost of improvement. Now let's say, you bought a house property in 2001 for rupees 1 lakh. You are selling that house property for 10 lakh in 2020. The first thing is, it is a house property. So, the period of holding is 24 months. Now, you bought the property in 2001 and selling in 2020. There are more than 240 months you are holding the property. So, of course, it is a long-term capital gain. So, if it is a long-term capital gain, then you will have to apply the indexation, right? Because just assume a situation where there is no indexation or no benefit. Now what will happen is 20 lakhs minus 1 lakh, the gain is 19 lakhs. But the thing is, are you actually gaining that? No, the reason is every year the municipal authorities, the gentry value keeps on revising. Right? Depending on the development of the city, depending on the policies of the municipality, the gentry value and the municipal valuation keeps on increasing. So income tax provide you the benefit to take the benefit of indexation. Now if you just come to page 4, there is a table given in which it is written previous year, the CI. CI stands for cost of inflation index. Then again previous year CI, previous year CI, previous year CI, right? So for 2001 and 2, the cost of inflation index was 100, right? Similarly for 2002 and 3, it is 105. For 2003 and 4, it is 109. For 2004 and 5, it is 113. And so on and on and on. It is still 2018 and 19. Why? Because we are taking the assessment year as 1920. Although uh, two budgets have passed, but for our examination, we will restrict our syllabus to assessment year 2019-20 only. 
so we are concerned just till 2018 and 19 now coming back to the example how will you calculate the cost of inflation say you bought a house property in 2001 for rupees 1 lakh and you are selling the property in 2020 for 10 lakh rupees right now for the current figure of 10 lakhs you need not to make any adjustment because it is the current year figure the inflation is always adjusted for the previous year figures right so for 2001 and 2 what is the cost of inflation given against that year it is 100 now go to the simple basic mathematics for 2001 and 2 the ci was 100 and the cost of property was 1 lakh now when it is the year 2018 19 the ci is 280 so how much is the cost similarly if you just remember that gst concept the calculations that we were doing suppose if you are going to a restaurant the restaurant person gives you a bill of 100 rupees which is inclusive of 5% of gst how will you find 100 minus 5 95 for 95 the gst is 5 so for 100 rupees how much is the gst that you have paid correct similarly if the cii was 100 and the cost of the property was 1 lakh so when the cii is 280 what is the cost of the property now that simple it is you have to take that figure that you are deriving after applying this formula that formula is already given to you in uh, para 100 which is specified index cost of acquisition is calculated as follows right similarly for index cost of improvement you have to apply the same formula and you have to derive now in examination all these things will be given to you of course not the formula the table or the details will be given to you, you have to just apply the calculations and derive the answer correct now there are two category of assets for which the indexation won't be available won't be available to you at any cost the first one is bonds or debentures other than capital index bonds issued by the government or sovereign or gold bonds issued by rbi under sovereign gold bond scheme 2015 it is given to you on page number 3 on the pdf file right and the second one is shares in or debentures of an indian company acquired by utilizing convertible foreign exchange as mentioned in first proviso to section 48 now for the purpose of our syllabus you need not to remember the sections right so just don't worry about it we won't, i won't be asking the questions on these two topics our questions will be mostly focusing on house properties listed shares unlisted shares diamonds and the sculptures or the archaeological collection that a sec owns and will be solving the questions accordingly right now come to the page 5 page number 5 there is a question given to you correct i will just read out the question x purchased a house property for rupees 76000 on june 30th 1977 the following expenses are incurred by him for making addition alteration to the house property now what is it it is the cost of improvement the one i was explaining if you are holding a property you might be doing some reconstruction might be doing some repair activities so this is what it is written here the following expenses are incurred by him for making addition alteration to the house property now part a cost of construction of first floor in 1985 and 86 is 1 lakh 10000 cost of construction of second floor in 2003 and 4 is 3 lakh 40000 alteration reconstruction of the property in 2012 13 is 2 lakh 90000 fair market value of the property on 1st april 2001 is rupees 4 lakh 50000 the house property sold by x on june 15 2018 for rupees 99 lakh 50000 expense incurred on transfer is rupees 10000 now first of all 
determine what is the asset the asset is a house property refer to our notes what is the period of holding specified for house property it is 24 months now the property was purchased in june 30th 1977 and when is the property sold the property sold on june 15 2018 so is the period of holding exceeding 24 months well the answer is yes the period is exceeding 24 months hence whatever gain he is having it is a long term capital gain now how to find out the long term capital gain refer to page 2 of this pdf file or refer to the notes in case you have made in your notebook find out the full value of consideration that <laughs> that is the amount that you have received while selling the asset what is that amount the amount given here is 9950000 that is the full value of consideration from that you have to deduct three things expenses on transfer the cost of acquisition and cost of improvement right so what we will do first of all we'll just make the format you what you can do is you can just make two columns one particulars and the second column with the heading you can give is amount <coughs> so step one is find out the full value of consideration 99 lakh 50000 come to step two less any expenses incurred on transfer what is the amount given to you it is rupees 10000 so you can write in the amount column come to the third part the cost of improvement now there are three figures given to us a b and c the cost of construction of first floor in 1985 and 86 it is 1 lakh 10000 correct and the second one is <coughs> cost of improvement of cost of construction of second floor in 2003 and 4 3 lakh 40000 and the third one is reconstruction of property in 12 and 13 2 lakh 90000 now the common mistake that students do is they just totally it up and find out a indexation making taking their own figures and deriving the answer well that is wrong if you just refer to our table in the previous page that is page 4 for each and every year the ci is different so if the expenses are specified that expense has been incurred in 2003 and 4 you have to calculate the indexation separately for 12 13 separately right in case of a that is 1985 in 1986 see any any expenses you are incurring or any amount that you have incurred for purchasing a property before 2001 that is first april 2001 you have to just ignore that amount you have to take the fair value which is existing on the first april 2001 well practically if you see how the things could be done well in reference to vadodara there is a office called buda office in case you want to compute the capital gains practically what you can do is you can just approach the wood office ask them that what was the rate of this property or a particular property in 2000 they will give you their valuations and accordingly you will have to do the calculations for doing a capital gain similarly here the purchase price of house property 76000 on june 30 1977 now that value is given that is before 1st april 2001 so please ignore that amount come to cost of construction 85 and 86 ignore that amount see for any property you can have a fair value but for the repairs or reconstruction there is no concept of a fair value right if i am doing some repairs in my house the costing could be 50000 if i 
if you are doing a repairs in your house it could be like 5 lakh but yes for a property say i bought a property in manjapur i could compare that a fair value existing on 19th march 2020 was this and your property's fair value was this so fair value of the property can be compared you cannot compare the cost of reconstruction or repairs of two different properties even if they are existing in the same area correct so to resolve the issue for the purchase price we are given the fair value and what is a fair value fair market value of property on 1st april 2001 is rupees 460000 so we'll be doing the calculations accordingly a part will be totally ignoring for cost of construction 2003 and 4 2012 and 13 will be doing a indexation again for 1st april 2001 will be doing the indexation correct so what will you do sale consideration 99 lakh 50000 less expenses on transfer rupees 10000 less cost of acquisition now 76000 is given as i have already said you have to just ignore that amount take the fair value on 1st april 2001 that is 4 lakh 50000 now how will you do the indexation write down 4 lakh 50000 multiply by Two eighty divide by hundred. Now, why two eighty? If you just refer to page number four of this PDF file, what is our assessment year nineteen twenty? What is our previous year eighteen nineteen? So, for eighteen nineteen, the figure is two eighty. We are taking the fair value as in two thousand one. What is the CI given? Hundred. Refer to our basic mathematics formula that I was just discussing. If the value is four lakh fifty thousand, the CII is hundred. If the CII is two eighty, what is the fair value? Clear? So we will get a figure of twelve lakh sixty thousand. Correct. Similarly, find out the solution for cost of improvement. The cost of improvement first was incurred in eighty five eighty six. You have to just ignore that amount. Come to part B two thousand three and four. Again, refer to page four. What is the period? It is two thousand three and four. For two thousand three and four, the CI is one zero nine. And what is the current CI? It is two eighty. So when the CI was one zero nine, the expenditure was three lakh forty thousand. So for two eighty, how much? Similarly, for twelve and thirteen, find out the answer. The net long term capital gain you are getting is seventy four lakh six hundred and six rupees. That is seven four double zero six zero six. For those who are getting confused, you can just refer to page six. The solution is already given to you, but do try to solve the sum at your own, right? Try to interpret the law. That will help you in in future also. Whenever there is some amendments in the budget in income tax, as you are aware that every year the budget session is there, and there are amendments, n number of ad, uh, amendments which takes place in case of tax labs, capital gains, PGBP, or income from other sources. the more you are efficiently you are able to interpret the things the sections the more easily you will be practically able to apply the subject and that is what the main motive of the session is correct so in case if you are having any doubt you can just uh, whatsapp me in the group or you can just uh, mail me and i will try my level best to solve the queries